Thank you for your patience whilst I've had a little bit of time away from the podcast. In this first episode of 2023, I catch up with the amazing Bill Ward and we are simply chatting about what is happening in life for both of us. However, if you'd like to hear about our culling and editing styles, keep listening and for now we will simply dive straight in. I am sitting here at the moment with uh, my house packed up and I'm just waiting. It's like the eternal wait for like yes. missives and things like that. So yeah. um, it's just a bit, it's a bit complex right now because um, I, uh, yeah, nothing's confirmed. So we're just in limbo. Yes. It's getting a little bit awkward now because I'm going over in two weeks time to lead workshops. So I'm going to, I'm going over for five weeks and right. I thought I was going to have a house to live in and now I'm not. <laughs> so, ah, okay. <laughs> You've got your van. Uh, yeah, van February. <laughs> it's chilly, isn't it? It's chilly. Not so peely. I'm going to sell my van because, you know, I just feel like it's the end of it. I think it's the end of an era. Not going to need it. And um, I'm just getting a bit tired with the whole van situation in the north of Scotland. Do you have a van? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I know how cold it can be in February. It's not that, actually. Um, I think just because, you know, during COVID... There's so many vans up here and all the locals just got really sick of them. And right. so it's getting harder and harder to travel in a van up, up here. I don't know what England's like. Yeah, I, 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 the times I've been over, um, I generally try and get up to the Hebrides sort of at least once a year. And they're very clear about having somewhere to stay before you get on the ferry. That's one of the whole things, isn't it? Because they just don't want the um, the islands, and it's and I I totally understand it. You don't want the islands overloaded, do you? In a in a kind of because they're small places and beautiful places, and part of the joy of it is that there's not many people there. So it's I suspect it's a way of trying to control the numbers, isn't it? But um, yeah, I, that's interesting. That's interesting. I, I can I can see it. it's same on the North Coast Five Hundred. I would imagine it's actually worse there. I had a wedding there a couple of years ago and I was like, I'm never coming here again in summer because <laughs> there was vans literally everywhere and, and not everybody, I think it's a COVID thing, definitely. Not everybody behaves like that, but the peop- the way they were behaving and the mess, the, um, the sheer mess around was just horrendous. It was it was horrible to see. Um, and, you know, there's just churning up the side of the road, parking where they shouldn't yeah. and just leaving stuff. So unfortunately, van people have got a, a you know, a bit of a bad oh, reputation dear. now up here. So, and, and I got, I was, I got stuck in, um, yeah. in Lewis once and I was trying to get on the ferry and they wouldn't let me, but I had to go to the back of the queue because I was in a van and I was like, hang on a minute, I've been here working, I'm trying to get home. And they said, well, it's just their policy now because vans have to go to the back of the queue, which I understand, actually. I do actually understand that because I've got somewhere to sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Do you know, I just, I, I read that's on Carmack's Terms and Conditions now. I was just reading it the other day. I'm due up to Lewis in a couple of weeks. And uh, I was just reading that and you kind of go, and, but it is, it does make logical sense, doesn't it? You do have somewhere to stay. So if you don't get on the ferry, you've, you've got somewhere to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. So all of these things. Are, and plus, I'm, I think I'm just a bit tired with the whole, um, it, you know, uh, wet stuff it's because I'm doing a lot more water things. So yes. I've got wetsuits with wet towels and wet swimming costume. Yeah. And then if it's cold, oh, it's just, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not as, um, like, I think there's a real problem with social media, actually, because you see all these like there's these women they jump out of the van and it's like they've got a cup of hot chocolate usually <laughs> and it's sunny <laughs> and oh and yeah you have to have a golden retriever <laughs> and 
And it's got to be a sunny day and you've got to be parked right on the water's edge and then you jump out and you swirl around and yeah, and that's van life. And the van's always the van's tidy, isn't it? And it's like, oh, this is lovely life. It's not it's not like that at all. No, it's it's horrible and messy and cold and damp and nasty. Yeah, so so my I'm gonna sell my van as soon as the house goes through and yeah. then um yeah, just live a bit of a different life. But um it's it's like a new life for me because it's quite momentous for me actually because it's it's like a start of a new era for me. It's something I've always wanted to do. I've been waiting for my boys to leave home for uh twenty two yeah. years. <laughs> and they've got since they were born. And they've finally done it. <laughs> they've done it. They've done it. And they're fine. So um, I've got this freedom now. And the house that I've sold is big. And I'm going to a smaller house. So there's less financial mm. pressure. Uh, so mm. e- less financial pressure equals more time, doesn't it? Yes. And, and freedom. Yeah. Interesting. And more choices, actually. Exactly. Exactly. So my choices, I sort of feel like once this sale actually goes through, um, I feel that life is going to open up to me in terms of I can choose what I wanted to do. I can be more creative because I'm going to do some. My plan is to do more painting and writing, mm. um, which I wouldn't normally normally have done because it doesn't earn at the moment. So yes. uh, it's like, yeah, life's opening up. So it's great. Yeah. And is, is it what? Where are you in terms of sort of um, buying your place? You, you found it, haven't you? But it just hasn't yeah. quite gone through yet. It, it's it's accepted, and the lady is so lovely. It's an old, um, it's a family home out there. So I'm, I'm oh. just, she's delighted that I'm actually going to live there rather than just rent it out. <laughs> and um, yeah, so she's brilliant. she's willing. Yeah, so she's willing to wait for me, and um, so we're just we're just waiting for mine to go through. Once that goes through, yeah. we'll be all right. So, but I'm just keeping calm about it. Such it such exciting times in in terms of a kind of fresh start, and because that gives you such impetus, doesn't it? And and everything's new then, so it's yeah, I think so. So uh, so tell me what's happening with you at the moment. Good, what a good question to ask an actor in the second week of January. The um, well, auditions have just started <laughs> coming through, but I took off. Um, uh, December and January to be a photographer, actually, in the first part of January. I, I think, as you know, I'd run some courses for Light and Land, um, and I hadn't um, been able to do that at all last year because I was quite busy on the acting front. So I managed to ring fence. I, I, I had a, a, a brilliant conversation with my agent, and I managed to ring fence some time in December. And so I've been doing that and then also sort of running my own workshop and talks. I've been doing quite a lot of talks. I love doing photography talks and I've done quite a, 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 because I tend to try and arrange them for times when I know I'm not going to be uh, acting because when I am acting, particularly if it's doing theatre, you know, most photography talks for camera clubs kind of take place during the evenings and I'm generally working then. I'm generally on stage. So Mm. in that kind of a way, it's, um, it's, I, t- I try and arrange them for times when I think I'm less likely to be uh, on stage and, and, uh, and working in that way. So I've been very busy with those as well over the last few weeks and months. Just it's that thing, isn't it? It's about it's, it's a similar thing to sort of entering a competition or, or, or something where you look back at your work. It, it, it forces you to take stock and and think about what it is that you do versus just doing it. And and so I've enjoyed that and I, I enjoy the conversations afterwards and I enjoy the questions that people ask because they often, I got asked a brilliant question the other night, which is what do you do with your pictures? 
and I'd never really thought about it. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's such a re- it's such a good question. I'd never been asked it before. You know, when you're quite surprised by something that comes out of your mouth without the edit button. And I said, I carry them with me. And it's true. I had a, an amazing couple of days uh, in just outside of Bristol, actually, at the beginning of December. Um, we get a lot of mist here, a lot of fog. Um, it, Bristol's built uh, on on hills and uh, with a, a lot of water that goes through the middle of it. So when you get a lot of mist and um, and, and fog at the changing of the seasons or sort of in between um, warm and cold snaps, um, it just hangs around and it can hang around all day. And it hung around the mist for two days. And generally, I would be sort of working and uh, doing some acting in a way. And, but I was here. And it was one of those things where you kind of get, I haven't been here when it's like this literally for years. So I kind of thought, you know, what, what's a, what's, what can I do? Where can I go uh, when it's like this? And I, and I went to the woods and I hadn't been to the woods when it was like this for about five or six years. And it, it was two of the most beautiful days that I've spent anywhere. And it's on my doorstep. It's 10 minutes from our front door. And and it was so unexpected. You know, it, it's 50 yards from the road, but it's got trees and space. It suddenly struck me, you don't have to. I mean, I, I love going to the Hebrides. I, I, I love going away. I love going to Northumberland. But sometimes some of the most beautiful places are on your doorstep and it's I've talked about this before Margaret I do think it's about time so much of 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 what we do and about the quality of the time that we have and you don't even need to have a lot of it. it's not the volume of time it's the quality of time that you have to spend somewhere and I had one afternoon and one morning it was just me and the trees and the mist and you kind of get and that I have carried with me Ever since, I was just coming away from it, kind of shaking my head, going, that was magnificent. And, and it's that, I think, so much photography is about that, carrying that with you. And um, and you can look at the pictures and, and you can see them on your desktop and you can print them. And, and that's always very satisfying, isn't it? But, but, but sort of, they're almost like mementos, almost like sort of memories of a time when, memories of a feeling, a sense, all of that kind of stuff. It's those kind of days that you just take with you. The photographs are the reminders of the feeling that you had. So much of the feeling that you had is to do with the quality of the time that you spent there. Yeah. Yeah, we forget that, don't we? we yeah, we kind of like, uh, we sometimes get a bit carried away, don't we? But actually, I, I think you're absolutely right there. For me, it is definitely, um, it is about the, the experience that you had. That's the important bit. So then do the images matter at the end? I, I don't know, because, yeah, I mean, I was in Orkney for New Year. Yes, I saw the pictures. Beautiful. Yeah, love love Orkney. We always go every New Year. And um I stayed in for the first week just because I was exhausted and I, I just wanted to rest. I wanted some time with my partner, some time to just read and be by the fire and just sleep a lot. So yeah. I did that. And in fact, I did that for most of the time that I was there. But there was one day that I went out and I thought, right, I'm going to go out. The waves look quite good. Uh, I went out there and it was like, oh, it's a bit weird. The waves were coming in and they were kind of like, they weren't turning. They were just, the wind was picking them up and sloshing them about. And it was all really, and I wasn't quite sure what to do. And the light was a bit flat. I made a video about mm. it. It's on YouTube. And, um, mm. but then I thought, well, do you know what? I'll just put a, a six stop filter on it. And I, I can't put tripod up because it's too windy. 
So I will just go with it and play. And I got uh, the images. I don't like saying that word got, but okay, I I I don't like the word made either. <laughs> it's, it's it's so difficult, isn't it? What do you call it? What do you say? What's the language? There's a lot of things I feel. I saw, I say I shouldn't say this on this podcast, but I do it anyway. But I, I feel made sounds a bit pretentious. Got sounds a little bit ang- yeah. angry, kind of uh, you know that sort of that sort of feel. Um, so yes, it's sort of aggressive, sort of yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I took, I created, but created is a little bit, doesn't seem quite right. So I don't know, we need to come up with a word. It's, but it's, it's such a good point though, isn't it? So what is it? So I, I took, no, <laughs> I, and now I'm, now I'm going to stumble on this one. Okay, I created yeah. <laughs> some, some yes, pieces. Yes, well done, yeah. <laughs> um, but they're, they're more, more leaning towards real art. And I was just absolutely delighted. And I was, I was on a whale of a time. Just the wind was moving the camera because I couldn't keep still. There's no way I keep still. And it's like the, the top of Orkney, right? I don't know if you've, have you ever been to Orkney? No, no I, I, I would love to go. I would love, yeah. I've heard such amazing things about it. It just looks wonderful. It's incredible. Uh, but right at the top of Orkney, there's a, 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 a it's called Bursay. It goes like this right at the top and you park right on this, this middle. So the, the waves come in that way and they, they join and the wind whips them. It's always the windiest place ever, ever. <laughs> and um, it was just incredible. But the, the feeling, it was the feeling of being out after being indoors for quite a while and not having photographed for quite a few, couple of months, actually. I hadn't photographed since Harris. It was just incredible. And then the, the result when I saw them and I edited them, I was just delighted Mm. But what am I going to do with them? Um, I actually know what I'm going to do with them. I'm going to paint from them. So that's a, that's a, that's a new one, isn't it? But I probably won't print them. Um, I don't know. They'll sit there for a while. But the experience was what mattered. That's what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. That's the bit that you carry with you, isn't it? That's the thing that you take take with you to use another sort of um, photographic word, <laughs> super aggressive photographic word. Um, the thing that you carry with you, let's say. And um, yeah, I think that's I think that's useful. Uh, tell me about your painting. Oh, so I've been uh, talking about this for years. Uh, uh, I've said it quite a few times on this podcast. I'm going to start painting again. I'm going to start painting. Um, so I started off uh, painting. I started off a fine art painting degree back in when I was 20. And I did a year of it. And I used to paint big, massive seascapes. Um, very, very similar to what I'm photographing now, actually. So yeah. um, except they were red at that time. I think I was a bit angry around back then. Whereas... <laughs> I know I was a bit angry. I was a bit angst going yeah. on around my age. So um, they were red, but they look very similar to my photography now. So I've always thought that one day, I've always known this, one day I'll go back to it. But the time, we were talking about earlier about moving house and having this time pressure. Mm. Um, the time's never been there. There's always been the demand, the need to earn, the need to to pay the mortgage and feed the boys. Mm. And um, that's been quite pressured for me. I think now was the time so I started in December what I did in December a bit like you I said right I'm staying home and my my living room was empty so I set it up as a studio and I started painting and I just didn't stop but I, I unfortunately now I've had to stop because it's oils <laughs> so they have ah. to dry um so I don't want wet oils when I'm trying to move house so they're half finished but I had a, I had a great time absolutely great time so ha- having that ring fenced was just it was just brilliant so hopefully I'll just carry on with that when I yes when I yeah yeah. Is it a similar kind of, do you get a similar kind of feeling from it uh, from uh, as from photography or is it a slightly different thing? 
slightly different, actually, because it's so immersive, I suppose. You're in it, aren't you? Painting, you're actually physically in it. It's you. I think I get more absorbed in it than f- photography. Because it, it, I was wondering this, actually, because I hadn't photographed for such a long time. In Harris, I photographed, loved it. And then I had this big pause where I just didn't really feel like picking my camera up and I was thinking well yeah. what have I have I lost it <laughs> have I you know yeah. but then I went back to Orkney and then that happened and I thought no I haven't lost it I think what I've done is I've honed my skills so um tightly that I know exactly when I want to be out there mm. and when I need to be out there and a lot of the time now I don't feel that need and when I do it's enough does that, does that make sense yeah, it does. It does. I, I know. I know exactly that feeling. For me, it's often about um, in an acting kind of a way where it, it comes on the back of jobs that I've just finished, and but it comes from a, a similar thing of not having done it for a while, and so there is a it, there's a part of you that really wants to do it and needs to do it and and sort of express yourself in a completely different way from the way that you've just been doing it for the last two months. And I often head away on my own with a camera when I finished a, an acting job because it, it's such a different kind of an energy. and and it, But I know that thing when you just don't feel it. Funnily enough, actually, I was up in Northumberland a couple of days ago and I was out at the beach. I'd gone, but I, I just didn't feel it. And I, I remember a long time ago, about five years ago, having a similar day at um on the coast of Yorkshire at Saltwick Bay when I, I I'd sort of arranged to do it and I had a day when I could do it and I just didn't feel like it I had a splitting headache I, d- I wasn't very well and and it's one of those things I've hardly ever looked at those pictures since because I, it because I had no joy from the experience at all and 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 it's funny isn't it because even though it, you know they'll they'll be all right because it was a very beautiful morning but I didn't have a very nice time it was almost sort of making in spite of yourself and when the two things go together when when you know you're out in mother nature and and but also having a brilliant time and feeling energized and and delighted to be there that's the stuff that you carry with you isn't it that's the stuff that sometimes when you're fighting yourself when you sort of force yourself to go out and nothing much is happening (laughs) You just beat yourself up for the rest of the day and kind of go, why Why am I feeling so rubbish? All the work that I do in a theatre way or in a in a telly way, all of that is the acting thing is ensemble and it's ensemble with the other actors, but it's also ensemble with the crew and the set and wherever you happen to be. When all of that comes together in a photographic way, when you bring your energy, Mother Nature bring hers, brings hers, and then somehow you meet in this unexpected place in the middle, it is magnificent. And um, it, and it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, my goodness me, it's good, isn't it? Do, do you find, I? this is what I find, I find that now as I'm evolving, as maybe just as the years are going on, I've been doing this quite a long time. I'm going to say how long. <laughs> as the years have gone on, um, I'm more, I'm, I'm less um, inclined to go out when I know um, the conditions aren't right. So I just, I'm more relaxed, I'm more relaxed about it. So mm. I'm more like, hey, do you know what, I'm not, like I did in Orkney, do you know what, it's not that great. I'm not going to go out and kind of just, search for things and just try and make the best of it I'm going to wait for that great day and I also now I'm much more um honed in on where I want to shoot as well so again if I'm if I'm not in um on a Scottish island by the coast I 
I won't go out anymore. Whereas I spent quite a while photographing Loch Ness, but I think that was a known substitute for for a while. Um, so I guess that leads to why I'm moving because what you were saying about shooting close to home, I I really believe I believe in that so much. I think that that is a great place to start, and that those connections that you have with where you live are stronger. But also, you're there when the conditions are right. Um, so I suppose what I'm asking you is, do you, do you feel that as well? Do you feel um, more inclined to stay at home until things are absolutely right? As in not so, I don't know whether it's a, an age thing or a time that you've been in it or a contentment or um, a knowledge thing, or it's just kind of, I'm getting a little bit less inclined to go out all the time and I've got other things going on. Yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, it's such a good question. I might be literally the polar opposite. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to know. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. I think it might be because I don't always have the opportunity. And so for me, it's often about I've got the chance to go. I, I, I'd love to go. Do you know what I mean? And so a lot of what I do is about actually weirdly going out on days where it's pelting with rain or, or drizzle or, or in places that I don't know particularly well. Cause you know, I do a lot of sort of touring theater and I, I take my camera with me and I, I tend to end up in places that I haven't been before or if I have been there, I haven't been for quite some time. So in lots Lots of ways for me a lot of it actually is about sort of wandering around <laughs> bumping into stuff and seeing what happens but totally know what you mean because I've been around in Bristol for the last um, couple of well six weeks or so eight weeks and I haven't been out as much as I thought as I might I've been sort of doing I've been writing new talks actually and going through the photographs that I have taken over the last um, six months or, or the um, the creations that I have made <laughs> we need some new language here this is not good we need some new language I, I, and so for me it's it's been a reflecting time and a sort of catching up time and much less a making time, which is which has surprised me because I kind of thought that I'd probably be out all of the time. But you you know, I spend quite a lot of time away from from home, and I haven't seen my my partner, and I haven't seen my kids. Through I was in in London for ten weeks doing a job down there, and and it's one of those things. So that actually just being at home becomes the important thing. And like you were saying in Orkney, actually, just being by the fire and seeing your partner that becomes the most important thing. And you have to do all of that before you get the urge to go out and take some photographs. There's so many different parts of us, isn't there, in that kind of a way that need feeding. And it's not just the photographic beast. It's the rest of you. And if you don't attend to that part of you... You don't. You can't make the pictures because the the first and most important part of you is not complete. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the other thing that you said there is that all the things that you're doing, like writing new talks and um, mm. and and all of that, sort of admin side, I, I spend an awful lot of time on that. Do you do you find that kind of takes over sometimes? Do you get frustrated? You sit there, you just just don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Yes. Well, yeah, because because I, I don't know what you're like, but I once I've started something like that, I have to finish it. You're sitting there, you know, you started it, you take the kids to school, you start at nine o'clock in the morning. At nine o'clock at night, you're 
still there. You know, I haven't got anywhere. You've got what I do is I dump all of the pictures for. I have an idea for a talk. I, I dump all of the pictures in this bin where you kind of go right. I'm going to construct something from this. But you've got like five to ten thousand in there. With, <laughs> but, but wading through this, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I'm different in that. Different in that, definitely. <laughs> I'll pick like five. Oh dear, but that's the that's definitely the better way to do it because otherwise you just start with everything and then you kind of go, oh my god, I've got a way through. Also, the, the being specific about what you want to say and how you're going to construct your argument because you're making a talk which is entirely visual, but through which a logical thread must run. And so, or for me, it's, well, not must, there's no must ever, is there? But but I, I tend to sort of find they please me more when there is a kind of logical thread that does run through it and one set of pictures leads to another and leads to another, uh, as opposed to sort of these massive kind of segue jumps. Where... Well, I'll tell you how I, I create a talk. I get an A4 bit of paper and, <laughs> and I go, I go points. What's, what's the point behind it? What's the overarching point behind it? Yeah. And I'll split it into four for arguments or whatever it is or points and yeah. then I'll 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 write it, fill that in with writing and then fill that in with images. So you start with the, with the, with a kind of the the background the pricey yeah the, the 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 almost like the essay plan. Yeah it's it's like a concept the images don't really matter. I'll look at images I'll pick a few like as as you know at the end when I'm putting it together but it's the it's the writing and the the point whatever point you're making so whether it's you know I, I, you know, I suppose mindfulness, I've done talks on mindfulness and that yeah. sort of thing. So, and then why is it important to us? You know, what can we do to improve it? And what's the relationship to photography? Yeah. And then the images are just kind of like all mindful kind of images. I just know, I, I know one thing and, and that is that I'm always trying to speed up what the process. And I know that as I continue to work, I can create a talk now. It used to take me five hours. It takes me half an hour now. Mm-hmm. Editing take, you know, used to take me a long time. Now it takes me less. And I think it's, I've realized the importance of getting away from the computer. Yeah. No, good for you. That's definitely the way forward, isn't it? There you go. I've learned a massive thing just there. That's really helpful. I should do, I'll do some classes on how to, to speed up your tech in the photography business. Yeah. But, it, but, it, but it's, it's a serious point though, isn't it? Because, because we take so many, there's that language again, but make so many, create so many <laughs> photographs. And particularly, you know, I do a lot, a lot of creative photography, ICM and multiple exposures and all of that kind of stuff. I know you do too. And that's really image heavy, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's, it's an interesting point, this. And I'll just, t- again, I'll tell you what I do with this. So t- let's take the Orkney example. There was th- there was thousands because it was like I didn't know what was going on. I couldn't even see the back of the camera <laughs> to check them. So you just, you're taking a lot and it's hit and miss. And, and I went home and I'll give myself 10 minutes to to pick the five images that I'm going to edit. And so I do it in 10 minutes and I'll just be very, very ruthless. And I go, they're the best. Those ones are good, but they're the best. Pick them and edit, I'll edit one and then I'll sync them. Um, so I'm talking 15 minutes edit tops of any shoot. So I don't know if that, what, tell me what your edit's like. Is that, is it very different? You see, that's brilliant, and that because that's that's so efficient. And knowing what it is that you're looking for, and and I'm again almost the polar opposite. The, <laughs> but although I have a similar 
sort of desire to make the process as quick as possible. So I have a sort of, I, I talk about this a lot, but, but a 30 second target time with any photograph. So that's my, that's my idea is to get in and out in Lightroom, 30 seconds, boom, done, moving on. But the, but the trouble is if you've got 2000 of them, that's still a lot of seconds. And I have this thing about, you know, they're all my children. And so I have to give every single one sort of undivided attention and, and give it a shot, give it a shot. And, um, and so it takes a while. So the thing that we were talking about earlier about early December and, and I, I had six months of photographs to look through and, and to sort of go back. I know it was just horrendous. And I'd, I'd been, uh, cause I hadn't really looked at anything. I was up in, um, in the Hebrides in, in May, uh, down in Barrow, which I love. And I hadn't looked at those photographs for, for six months. I look at the, everything to begin with, but then I generally don't do anything with them at all. And then come back in about three or four months and and then I try and do it as fast as possible but it still takes days and then I'll go back to to it again in about another month and and have another look and so it takes me honestly about nine months to sort of I've got so I'm doing this talk tonight and and, uh, and I've put in some what I, are new photos but a lot of them are from May and, and June because I simply sort of had a, a look at them and had a, a kind of, so I wish I had that thing that, you know, what you've just described is really useful, I think, because it, it helps to sort of take the wood from the trees, doesn't it? I think it, for me, it's useful. I think we're all different. And I think we all have to accept that everybody's different. There's a lot of talk in the photography world that you have to sit with your images for a long time. I don't. I sit with them for 15 minutes. And so when I said I edit my Orkney ones, in 15 minutes. I mean, I edit, I export them for social media, I export them, whatever, and I back them up. And I'd, I'm not going to look at that set again. So if I've been to, so in Harris, so last in November, I ran two workshops. By the time I want to, I come back, I want all my images done, dusted, the back, they're, they're done. I don't have to, I can just pull them up for social media. It's, it's a final thing. I'm never going to look at them again unless they go to exhibition or print and then I'll go back into them or a book, in which case I'll go back in, but they're already there. They're ready. They're prepared so they can go into a collection. But I, I think it's, if, I mean, we're all busy, aren't we? But I think that I can't, I'm not going to say my life's really busy because, well, it was really busy. I was running a wedding photography business where I was having to, I was shooting about 30 to 40 weddings a year. So imagine if you didn't look at those. For t- <laughs> you imagine, uh, yeah, look at your wedding images next year. You know? So my policy with, those, with the wedding images were always to, to you know, upload, back up, uh, edit and export by the next day. <laughs> yeah, because another thing I feel, I feel connected to those images the same day, my connection to them three months later is gone. But that's that's my thing. So I don't know whether that's the same for you. Do you know that it, that's really interesting? Actually, it, it because I, I have a I have a similar thing in reverse, which <laughs> which is looking at them to begin with. I, what I tend to find for me is that I I end up seeing what I thought I would see. It's that thing where you you have you know when you're taking. I'm, I'm just going to go with taking for now uh, photographs. And, and you have sort of ones that where you kind of go, oh, that's a good one at the time. You kind of go, oh, there's something really great about that. Um, and, and those are the ones when I, I, I do a sort of straight when I come back, having finished um, 
taking pictures. Uh, those are the ones I'll go to because you kind of go, I remember that one of, of these sandbars lining up with, with, with this break in the clouds. And you kind of go, yeah, yeah, there. And then I get very excited and I've got enough then to kind of go, well, you know, I've got some, there's some lovely stuff that has come out of today. And then it's a kind of a question of doing something with it. And then I'll just let it sit around for for a couple of months and then I'll come back to it and, and I guess my thing is is about this it's sort of a fresh set of eyes it sounds to me Margaret like you've got really really good at uh, at spotting the good stuff and I am less good at that to begin with and what I often find when I come back to it two or three months later is that there's a whole load of stuff that I'd missed which is really powerful and unusual and interesting, which I hadn't expected to see, if you see what I mean. And I've almost forgotten that I've taken it. So, and it's, it's just that thing about, you know, they're all your children. And so the attention that they, um, that you would like them to have. And I, I do have a thing about that, which is why it is such a painstaking layer by layer process. For each photograph, I wouldn't sort of, spend very much time and I'm not one of those two days in Photoshop on, on one picture I, I just haven't got the attention span for that and, and it also to be fair it just doesn't the back end part of it doesn't interest me it for me it's always been a kind of getting some perspective um, and some objectivity so bringing some objectivity to your original subjectivity if you see what I mean is and, and I haven't got that thing yet that gene that enables me to be I'm a hoarder Oh, I, I, so that's really interesting because I was just wondering this. I was wondering how your personality, um, reflects your, your editing, I suppose, because I'm, I'm a thrower outer. And when I say I'm sitting here with the house in my partner's house, it's actually in his little shed because there's nothing left because I've just gone, do you know what? We'll just, we'll get rid. We'll get rid. Got rid. And I'm, 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 you know, I'm really, I don't know. One way you can say that's good. One way you can say that's not very good because three days later, you'll always need it, won't you? Yeah, I'm very much a, a, yeah, I don't like things cluttering. So same with my images. So maybe it's a personality thing. I, no, I'm, you're almost certainly right. My partner's the same. It's sort of far more ruthless than me. I've got T-shirts that I haven't worn for 25 oh. years and I will not throw them out. <laughs> I will not throw them out. They're, they're under the bed taking up, you know, I haven't been in these drawers for like three years, four years, and I, I won't be going in them unless there's some kind of fancy dress party. Well, you need to move house. You need to move house. Then you get, then that's the challenge. That's the challenge. That's it. And, and have a really vicious, brutal clear out. That's, that's the way forward, isn't it? It's really well spotted. That's absolutely correct. That is exactly what I'm like. I will not throw stuff out. And so I've just got hard drives with, you know, 250,000 photographs on them. And what are you going to do with that? Well, it's only a problem if it's a problem, isn't it? So I think we're, we're all different and you've got that you've got the different way of looking at it and you'll probably go back and have more images as a result. I probably lose a load that, that were actually really beautiful. So it's just, we're all, as I said, we're all different and nobody's right or wrong in this process, but it's a problem when it becomes a problem for you and you're going, I'm sitting at the computer for 12 hours a day and I just missed some amazing waves out there. <laughs> That's a problem. Yes, right, right. Yeah, it, when it gets in the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just just to pick up on that, um, what you said at the beginning, I think that the 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 gifting yourself time, 
and that December we've both just taken, it's going to reap its rewards, isn't it, big time as the year moves on. And you can go, thank goodness, because that space, that space that you have to think, that space that you have to think, well, what's next? What can I create? What can I put in place now? So important. Yeah. And downtime and reflection time and just, I don't know, sort of replanting yourself in a kind of, do you know what I mean? And then pulling it up by the root. And I, exactly. And then it enables you to have a big old, old push later on in the year once you, when you're fed and watered and, and kind of raring to go. And again, I, I used to work in advertising and, um, uh, you know, I had a proper job and everything for, uh, for, for 10 years or so. And I remember that kind of, of feeling of, of I, I'd done it for about seven or eight years and it, and it was great fun and I was good at it and, and all of those kind of things. But I just needed something new. I, I remember sort of talking about kind of silos, having these silos of new stuff and they were empty and I just wanted to fill them up with new stuff and and so so much of regenerating it you get back to being you and and seeing all of the people around you and and rebuilding and 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 making those relationships and then there's another layer on top where you kind of go right I've got me back again I've got my family back again let's go out and make some new stuff and, uh, and without the hole in the middle that you can sometimes feel when you, when, when you keep pressing on, keep doing that without attending to, to the most important bit, which is you and the people around you. That I feel much better after being in Orkney for two weeks and just resting. So, yeah, ready to ready to go for the year. We'll just release the Creative Light Festival tickets. So uh, we'll all go towards that just now. Really exciting. It looks amazing. Lock Inch. Lock Inch, yeah. Yeah, we changed it a little bit this year because um, it's we wanted to be right on location. So we're looking for a location that was on the water. So you're literally the restaurants on the water and the speaking area is like one minute from the water. <laughs> so um, so that's the reason we changed it to, to there. And I also learned from the first year. So the first year was just, you know, that was the first year <laughs> I've ever done anything like that. But it was amazing. It was amazing. The energy coming out of that weekend was amazing. It was the closeness of people, I think, and I, I just, I, I just loved it. So, uh, obviously, going, uh, going to do it again this year, and uh, uh, just, but just adapting and and changing and evolving a little bit. So we're filling in those little gaps. We're going to have uh, dinners included and some entertainment in the evenings. Don't know what sort yet. What kind of entertainment are you having? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I could ask you. <laughs> what do you think? Song and dance bands, magicians. I was thinking, not definitely not magicians. I was thinking, uh, I don't know yet because I haven't booked it yet. I was thinking about like a, a teach you Kaylee dance evening, you know, where it's a step-by-step introduction to Kaylee dance. And I thought that would be hilarious. Yes. What a good idea. What a good idea. And uh, I don't know the other night. We have somebody booked for the first night, but I can't tell you. It'd be a surprise. Oh, uh, so yeah. I tell you what I uh, loved about the lineup and what I, I, I loved about last year in particular is it's, it is a photography event and a creative photography event, but you've got all sorts of different influences there and writers and artists. And you've got, I, I think I'm right in saying an underwater photographer there this year and just all sorts of bases in just around and related kind of practices, uh, forest bathing. And, and I, I just kind of love that sense of this photography in the middle of it. But there's all sorts of other stuff, influences kind of feeding into it. It looks t- t- tremendous. 
Yeah, that was the idea where photography is the, the centre, it's the core, but there's so much more the photography to photography and the, the well-being aspect, the, you know, the, we're bringing in, we're bringing in uh, Karine, who's a painter, she's going to be down at the lock at lunchtime so you can sketch with her or write with her or whatever, you know, so invitations to people to try things that they maybe wouldn't have um we've got we've also got we've got a sauna we've got an on-site sauna coming in so, so you can go swimming and then go in the sauna. so there's there's some fun things in there as well I just uh but I, I love playing and I love creating I think I'm quite good at creating these things and thinking around or well, how do we um, make this slightly different than it's not just a photography event where we're just going to go and listen to speakers all day because I think there's so much more to photography than that. And and hopefully everybody will embrace it when they're there. I'm sure they are. A lot of people are coming back from last year. So. Yeah, I'm I'm not at all surprised. It was the energy and, and that kind of sense of community and people finding their tribe in lots of ways. And there's, there's a kind of sense with a lot of this stuff where you kind of think, am I the only one who thinks like this? Am I the only one who, who, who works in this way? And then all of a sudden you're surrounded by like-minded souls, but all who come at it from a slightly different place and a slightly different angle. Mariana Linus, is it? Mariantha, yeah. Yeah, Marianne, oh, goodness me, that was just wonderful work, cyanotypes, and spending just on the um, de-estuary, wasn't it, uh, on the Wirral, and learning to process and develop her cyanotypes in, in the seawater, and for a year and a half without knowing if it was going to work or not, and that it's just magnificent, that kind of dedication, but also curiosity, that kind of sense of, I wonder if, I wonder if, will this work? What would happen if? All of that. And that was kind of writ large for me across the whole weekend. And, and it was just loads of people having ideas and and committing to them and just lots of different ways in, lots of different ways of uh, kind of coming out the same subject matter, if you see what I mean. I just thought it was wonderful. But, but don't you think, and this is where this is where this was born from actually originally, that there's so many people out there, so many really talented people with ideas, people doing different stuff, people um, looking at photography in a different way, quietly, unassumedly, and with not many followers. And, and, you know, they're not going to be chosen to speak at, at any photography events. They're not going to be, not going to maybe uh, be heard as easily as the traditional photographers. Um, and so the, the idea was to give them a platform as well, because I think we need to be hearing from these type of people. And Justine Ritchie, I mean, just incredible woman dragging all her, her house building materials up the side of the hill because she doesn't have a drive. Yeah, that alone, uh, extraordinary. <laughs> alone without yeah. her, without her work, put a work in there. The work she's doing is amazing. We don't hear from these sort of people. So, so this year I've actually consciously done that as well I've put these these um unassuming people who have got some great things to say in there but I've woven it in with the the bigger name speakers that are more recognizable because at the end of the day that's what attracts people and that they have they have great value obviously they have great value to share as well but if you put the two in together so we've got you know people that never been heard of um next to Rachel Talipart or you know, Sean Tucker um, I think that's wonderful. I think it's wonderful to mix that. Everybody, we're all just people, aren't we? We're all just people creating great work and our, our value is all the same. It doesn't matter what your, what your follower count is or your numbers are or anything. <laughs> No, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I mean, you've also got Joe Cornish, I think, speaking. Who, you know, he's one of the reasons I take pictures in the first place. He, he, 
He's interesting for me just um, because he comes from an art background, doesn't he? Originally, is a, he, he studied art, I think, at university or, or whatever. You'll know his backstory better than me. But when I was growing up and when I was sort of starting to take photographs, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, I, I saw a, an exhibition that he did, Coast, at um, in Greenwich. He just has a very beautiful light touch into a photograph. So much of landscape photography is kind of wham, bam, thank you, man. Nuclear sunrise, nuclear sunset, boom, there it is. Punch you in the face. And um, But his work is so much and always has been so much more reflective, so much more quiet. He's also, um, I've got to say, he fits. So a lot of the people I've got there fit fit in terms of personality. Um, and that's maybe a subconscious thing for me or conscious thing, I'm not really sure. But Joe has been the loveliest person to deal with and the most humble. His email back to me was just incredibly humble, saying that he wasn't sure he was creative enough. And I'm like... No, no, I, th- I think you are. He's actually going to be staying around for the whole of it. Um, even though he's only speaking, I said, you're welcome to stay. And he's had love to come and stay and, and shoot alongside. Um, I haven't put this on the schedule because I, I don't want to excite everybody too much, but <laughs> he probably will be going on location as well and shooting just because just he wants to. And I think that's wonderful. And it, more people like that, um, you know, with big names, that's, that's fantastic. And, and yourself as well. People are incredibly excited about having you back. So I'm hoping that you don't get called away. Oh, God. Yes. No, fingers crossed. Touch wood. I, I'm so thank you so much for asking. I'm I'm delighted. I'm so pleased. to, to Thank you. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be doing something, I think, on, uh, as you say, as long as Hollywood. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, come calling. <laughs> but um yeah but but people know that so it's okay and but we've had we've had we've had a lot of this so we, we're now we're recording this on the 19th of january um we have had 45 tickets sold out of 60 already um so we've had a lot of the choices back and a lot of the people they, they write on which choices they really want to go on you know on which ones and, and i've had a few i've noticed i've only glanced through them please, 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 I'd like to go on Bill Wars. <laughs> and somebody said, uh, that's the only one I really, really want to go on. <laughs> so he better turn up. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, he, be- he better turn up. <laughs> yes, no, I, I will... D- I will do everything, Margaret, that I can to get there. It's the first thing in the diary. So um, fingers, I've got it all crossed, but I'm sure it should be. I'm sure it should be fine. Fingers, fingers very much crossed. Otherwise, I'll be, I'll be doing the best impression of you. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and, and a lot better than me, I would imagine. Yeah, no, terrific. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, um, that was that was lovely to catch up with you. Um, we'll, put, we'll wrap up now because we've been talking quite a while. Sorry to keep you so long. No, no, pleasure. Just really nice to catch up with what you're up to and we'll maybe do it again and when you're, you're free again just to see where you are and, and talk around some of these subjects. Yeah, no, I'd lo- love to catch up later on the year and, uh, and see what's happened. Let's do that then. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. Bye. Yeah, thanks so much, Margaret. Thank you. Great to speak to you. <laughs>